0: Our scripture lesson today comes from Luke chapter 9, verses 10 through 17. This is probably a familiar story to you since it's in all four Gospels, um, but Luke tells it a little differently than the other three. So let us hear the word of the Lord. On their return, the apostles told Jesus all they had done. He took them with him and withdrew privately to a city called Bethsaida, When the crowds found out about it, they followed him, and he welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came and said to him, "'Send the crowds away so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions.' For we are in a deserted place. But Jesus said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men. They did, they, uh, and he said to the disciples, Make them sit down in of groups of about fifty each. They did so and made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and two fish, Jesus looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to them, the disciples to set before the crowd. All ate and were filled. What was left over was gathered up, twelve baskets of broken pieces, This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This week I became infatuated with a viral video created by a church in Charlotte, North Carolina. In the video, a man wakes up and he is wrapped in wrapping paper. He exclaims, I'm alive! What a great day! His wife pops up out of wrapping paper too. Then his kids walk into their room, and surprise, surprise, they are wrapped in paper. He's overjoyed at seeing his family, the gift of the people around him. As he begins to get ready, he sees the faucet wrapped in paper. Clean drinking water? Wow, he notes. Sure enough, he sees the shower, and it's wrapped too. A hot shower? How amazing! His morning routine is interrupted with ordinary things wrapped in Christmas paper. And as you continue watching, you can't help but think about the wonder of our lives. Clothes to wear, shoes to put on our feet... A car to drive. The man opens a box at breakfast filled with ordinary breakfast foods. His son gives him his regular old briefcase, but wrapped. He exclaims, A briefcase? I get to go to work? Yes! I love this video because it shows the gifts all around us that we often rarely see. I wonder what would happen If we woke up one morning to see the ordinary blessings of our lives wrapped in red and green paper, would we realize the miracles before us? The gift of our lives of food on the table, clean water, and a car to drive. It makes me want to stick a bow on everything. In our world, it is easy to see what we do not have. It is easy to compare ourselves with the person across from us in the pew or down the street. It is easy to want more. But what if this Christmas we saw the gifts we have and gave thanks for them? Sure, there's always something bigger, shinier, and newer, but does that mean it's actually better? Many of you have heard the feeding of the 5,000 before. It can feel a little repetitive. A version, as you know, is in each of the Gospels. We hear it four different times in four different ways. But imagine that this story is just like those ordinary gifts we sometimes don't see. Imagine that it is wrapped with a bow on top too. Because that's the point, right? Jesus takes an ordinary meal Five loaves of bread and two fish. And we see that is wrapped in red and green. It is a gift that turns into a feast, fit for 5,000 men. As we know, 5,000 does not include the number of women and children. (laughs) So a little more. Jesus and his disciples at first are going on a retreat. They're trying to get away from the crowds. They're going to a deserted place to rest and withdraw. But the crowds want to come too. Jesus and his disciples are interrupted. Interruptions. So much of our life are interruptions. We have plans, goals, to-do lists, but often our plans can get derailed. Think about your week. What interruptions did you face? Just this week I was right on track to get everything I thought was important done. And then I woke up Tuesday sick with a stomach bug. My plans went right down the toilet. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Jesus and his disciples had a plan too, to relax, to pray, to take a few days off. But then come the crowds. Their plans are interrupted. Instead of ignoring them or telling them to scram, Jesus welcomes them. Even though he and the disciples might have needed a retreat, he knows that these people need his presence even more. Life, I think, is often what we do with the, the interruptions. Life is in the interruptions. And so Jesus welcomes them. Teaches them and heals those who need to be cured. It makes logical sense that the disciples would want to send away the crowds. They were in a deserted place. They didn't want this interruption in the first place. They hadn't prepared to host a dinner party for 5,000 plus of their closest friends. But Jesus challenges his disciples to imagine. The possibilities for distributing food so that there's enough for everyone. I think Jesus is challenging us to imagine a world in which we distribute our food in a way that there's enough for everyone, too. To live into the interruptions, the problems of our world, and to address them head-on. You give them something to eat, Jesus replies. The disciples have no more than five loaves and two fish, hardly enough to feed the disciples and Jesus, much less a few more thousand dinner guests. In John's version of the story, it is a child, a boy, who has five loaves and two fish, and shares this with thousands. I love that idea that children teach us about interruptions, gratitude, and abundance. It is children who can teach us God's gift of multiplicity. Who believe in the absurd notion that by sharing, God can feed thousands with five loaves and two fish. Five. It comes up more than a few times in this story. Five thousand, five loaves, 50 groups, groups of 50 each. This number, five, indicates fullness, completeness. There are five books in the Torah, five books in the wisdom literature. There are five divisions in the Psalms. And ten is a perfect number. So 5,000, five times 100, all are gathered. It's a complete group, a whole group. And when we hear the number two, we should remember the number of animals per species in the ark. Two fish are enough to fill the oceans again after the flood destroyed everything. And so we know two fish is more than enough to feed 5,000. The two fish give us hope that soon enough Regeneration will happen to feed all who are hungry. Numbers ha- matter in scripture. Numbers signify so much. And so, and so when there are 12 baskets of leftovers, we remember that there are 12 tribes of Israel. The leftovers are enough to feed the kingdom of Israel. Just the leftovers. Five loaves and two fish. I'm sure we have more food than that in our pantries. And yet, do we realize it is a gift from God? Maybe it would help us if we had to unwrap it from Christmas packaging every time we wanted to use it. Do we actually believe that by sharing it, it could feed thousands with leftovers? The food we have, I'm sure, seems so ordinary to us. But this story, really, so many stories in Scripture challenge us to see the ordinary as a gift and the possibilities in the ordinary. This story doesn't happen just once in Scripture. The abundance of bread and fish happen over and over throughout the Old Testament and New Testament. I think because it's important. We see the abundance in the wilderness when the Israelites are wandering in the desert, fearful of going hungry. And what happens? Manna falls down from heaven. Again, we see it when Elijah visits a widow who is down to just a small jar of meal. And that meal lasts she, her son, and Elijah until the famine ends. Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, Give us this day our daily bread. It is daily sustenance that we pray for and thank God for. Enough for everyone. We see bread in abundance, too, at the Last Supper, when Jesus broke bread and gave it to his disciples. Take, eat, this is my body, broken for you. And even later, when Jesus teaches the disciples how to get a really big haul of 123 fish, to be exact. And Jesus grills fish and bread for them by a fire. The point of these stories is to see God's abundance, but also to see that God hears the cries of the hungry, and God calls us to break, bless, and give out of our abundance, too. In ministry, there are often interruptions. There are often surprises. Crowds arrive messing up your perfectly planned retreats. Sickness sometimes happens. But ministry continues and often is as effective, I think, in the break from the plan. Life continues and sometimes is more grace-filled when it's interrupted. For if the crowds hadn't interrupted, would there have been a feast? Would the crowds and the disciples have eaten and been filled? This week I mentioned my plan was interrupted. I got a stomach bug and my days did not go according to plan. But what abundance did God have planned? The gift of not one box, but two boxes of crackers showing up at my door. The abundance was in friends willing to drop off needed supplies, texting and checking in. The grace was in the dog buster who would not leave my side. The plenty was in feeling a little better each and every day, and a bowl of soup showing up at my office door just when I needed it. Friends, this Thanksgiving, I hope that you can see the miracles in your fridge, fridges and pantries, and the ordinary moments and things in your life. Water, electricity, a place to sleep, a friend, running plumbing, your memories, health, and more. I hope you can see the opportunities in our interruptions and the burned pie and the poking questioning child. In the surprising maybe unwelcome news, in the uninvited guest, maybe even in the stomach bug. For even in the difficult, especially in the tough times, God is with us. And if we watch and we pray, although it might not be what we what or how we planned it, God's abundant love does spring forth. Amen.